previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. As you focus more, you see a shivering young Olfin girl standing in the boulders. Has she seen me? She has not. She's just sitting there. And in fact, you kind of hear her crying a little bit. Pippa is pretty suspicious. So I like crouch down and I'm like, hey, hun. Um. Uh, as you say that, the girl jumps with a surprise and quickly darts further down the ice. You actually look and there are no physical tracks. Hey, so I don't mean to keep scaring you off, but what's your name? Maybe we can help you get you back to your mom. You look up and you see a tear and she wipes it away real quick. My name, My name is, 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 is Thora Pet. And she disappears. Pippa, you witness this young girl in obvious pain, and you feel the effects of of some spell. For some reason, it doesn't seem to affect you like the others. But then your hands begin to glow and get brighter. This is bad, bad, bad news. Odessa, as you shake her, her eyes just pop open suddenly. Pippa, you come back to reality to see the snow and ice blocks in a 30-feet radius have melted and been evaporated uh, with you at the epicenter. You see the small girl, and she says, I I have have to get get away, away, and you you should too, before they see you, run! Hello, world travelers! Dustin the Dungeon Master here, or as some of you call me, Game Dad. First and foremost, I'd like to welcome all our fantastic new listeners. We saw a pretty significant jump last week, and um, it kind of blew us all away and humbled us a little bit. Uh, To think we are putting something out that people enjoy hearing is just kind of makes our day. And I think I can speak for all of us when we say thank you so much for listening to us and uh, continuing to follow us. We really appreciate it. Just to give you an idea... When I looked up the other day, we are now followed in 42 states and I think it's 22 countries. That's just amazing to me. It just blows my mind every time I see it. Uh, when we first started, we really wanted to start a community and it looks like that's starting to happen. Um, and that, that community starts with feedback and input and constructive criticism. And we have some amazing people who have provided some great feedback to us over the last couple of weeks. I'd like to say a special shout out to Ike. Uh, he wrote us a very nice letter that really outlined some of the things that we're doing well and some things you think we can improve. And we really appreciated it. And some of those things we are already starting to put into effect to try to, you know, make a better podcast for you guys. And hopefully you'll be hearing those changes very soon. As we grow, one of the most important things we can ask of you as a favor is to please leave us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us out. It really does help spread the word of the show. Also, share with your friends. Share on social media. Share on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tell friends and family. And, you know, if you have a dog, put a sign on your dog so when you go on walks, people can see the sign. You know, just do things out. Shout it from the rooftops. Anything you can do to help, we really appreciate it. 
because of that, we're going to have a little giveaway. Uh, when you share on Twitter, uh, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, and tell your friends, encourage them to listen and use the hashtag Worlds Travelers, we are going to choose one person at the end of November and let them choose a shirt from our new merch store, and we will mail it out to you guys. I think our merchandise looks fantastic. Um, I can't wait to buy some of it myself. And actually, some of us already have. Uh, Angel bought a whole bunch of stuff, and so did Jess the other day. Just use the hashtag Worlds Traveler, and we'll keep an eye on that. And we will announce at the end of November. And with that, I give you episode 11. All haunt and no play make Thora a dog girl. It's fascinating to me how much time gets distorted in this game. For me and all of you, we have only been playing for about two months. Uh, But for our characters, how much time do you guys think has passed since you guys arrived in Heldron? Two weeks? Mm, No, like way less because we've only rested... It goes by how many time we've rested, right? Yeah. That would actually, like, four to five days, like, a week-ish. Yeah, it's been five days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you were talking about since Pippa and I met. That's been a, that's that's been been a few been months. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was a few months ago. I actually track all of it down to when you guys have met, so I have all those dates. Yeah. Man, this is a lot happened in five days. Yeah. And so, I mean, you guys think it's kind of a miraculous feat. It feels like forever since you've last leveled up, but it's actually only been about three days since you guys first became level two. I know, but uh, like, that was weeks ago. I know. It's like, <laughs> uh huh. Just, just wait until we get to the point when you start hitting the 10 pluses and it's going to take like a year before you hit the next level. Don't make me cry. Jeez. Oh, you know what? Why even play? <laughs> I'm shitting on everything I worked so hard for. <laughs> well, it just feels that much more gratifying, right? When you reach 11 and 12 and so on and so forth, you know, that more, it's that hard work, more earned. Think about it as like playing a musical instrument. I Everybody can learn how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb within the first, you know, couple hours. But to play a classical major piece is going to take years of practice. And it's the same way with gaining levels. Okay, so like you said something very similar to me earlier, and I distinctly remember thinking that is the most fucking dad thing you can say is like, hard work gets you places. So like really just <laughs> concreting that title of being game dad. So game for dad, everyone who can't dad, see, Dustin dad. just flipped me off. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm still right. <laughs> It doesn't matter if it sounds like Game Dead. It's still a correct, wise statement to make. Okay, fine. Sure, Game Dead. So you're all at level three. Yay! 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 Jess, what has happened to Manette now that she is level three? The main thing is I can now lay on hands five times a day. So that's a big upgrade. Um, I also have... Touch me. I want to feel holy. Sorry. I went somewhere totally different. I w- I'm I know stuck you did. in that, like, when I think about you, I touch myself one. Like, I'm never going to unhear that. Um, yeah, that. And then my I have auras now, aura of courage, which adds a plus four to, like, fear effects. So, I mean, and that's for you guys, too, if you're within a certain range of me. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's that's most of it. Like, immunity to fear, immunity to disease, that kind of stuff. Okay, well, we know it's only been a few episodes for Manette, but Manette, have you resolved any bonds in this short time? And if so, have you added a new bond? I think that the only bond I've resolved 
to, to any degree, I guess, would be my bond with uh, Abraxas because we did have that moment, you know, that special moment together in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I think I learned about nature from him. And that's really what I wanted from our relationship. So what bond was that? Abraxas is knowledgeable about nature and traveling through wild areas. I want to learn to be as helpful when traveling outside of cities and without wagons and the relative comfort of the caravan. I think from our little nature experience, I am my plus one nature, <laughs> knowledge nature that I gained from that. I think I, I've resolved that bond. Okay. Well, does everybody agree that that bond was resolved? Yeah, I, I would so. think so. I would say so. Yeah. Especially right that same episode, you're used to like taking the lead because mm -hmm. uh, you're constantly guarding people, but you kind of had to step outside of yourself and take more of a, a back role. Yeah, that was important to me is to defer to someone because Manette is so used to being relied on. I don't know what our new bond will be <laughs> for quite frankly. I've thought about it a lot and it's really hard for me to come up with something that I think is as powerful as that. Could I renew that bond and just say, I want to strengthen that further? <laughs> I think we can work on something off of air that will okay. might be an improvement on that. I don't think we have to do that. Okay, okay. and what is Manette's hit die? Uh, it's a d10. Let's have a roll off here. I rolled an eight. I rolled a seven, so congratulations. Manette has eight additional hit points. Yay. Angel, what is Abraxas been up to, level-wise? Level-wise, Abraxas, he is an archetype Arctic Druid, so his strength comes from the cold, so as he becomes more and more connected to nature, he's going to be more and more comfortable in Arctic environments. This time around for his, this level, he gets ice walking, so I suffer no penalties to speed, acrobatics, climb, or stealth checks in snowy or icy terrain. Boo! Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so you know, walk across uh, snow crust or thin ice without breaking through. So I'm just gonna be like, do-do-do-do, running across the ice, you know, do little <laughs> cartwheels and stuff. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's the coolest one that likes to come up at this level as far as its druid abilities. What feats did you take? Oh, I took the feat Eater of the Dead. I think it's totally in line with Abraxas. I'm thinking of going oh, with food-related feats. God. I love that. That's so funny. As a full round action, I can feed from the flesh of a tiny like a little fairy or a larger corpse less than one week old. And basically I heal one day plus five hit points. So <laughs> I don't even like the pale man in Pan's labyrinth, just shoving fairies in your mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Well, if they're bad, it's all natural. Cause what's going to happen to the corpse. They're just going to stay there after you guys desecrate bodies by looting them. That's okay. But heavens forbid I wet my whistle over here. Oh, I'm not judging. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're helping along the decomposition rate. It's like totally the circle of life. Like when I sure. saw that, I'm like, I need to take that feat. And actually, that's just reminding me, Jess, we forgot to ask what you, what feat did you take? I took the feat reward of life. So I heal my, what my uh, charisma bonus is, lay on hands. So I, I heal plus two when I lay on hands. That's a pretty awesome addition. Okay, going back to Abraxas, what's your hit die there, sir? Oh, I am a die eight hit die for Druid. Let's roll this beautiful bean footage. I'm gonna kiss my dice really quick. All right, Bezos. here we go. Besos, besitos. All right, here we go. Oh, six, that's not too bad. Well, I rolled a one, so. Oh, geez, yeah, six <laughs> it is. 
You guys are all getting about two hit points from the max of your hit die. Good rolls. So, but we haven't had Abby's turn yeah, yet. So don't don't worry. I'm sure I'll just completely bomb my roll. <laughs> oh my god! Please not again. <laughs> can can I use a hero point to Sweet give that. Abby advantage in hit points? <laughs> I would love it if you would do that, please. I do not think I'm going to allow that. Sorry. <laughs> Jackass. You're not sorry. I mean, aw. So, Abraxas, um, have you resolved any of your bonds? Uh, you know what? I was looking through a couple of different ones, and there's a couple that I can resolve. But I like the one where it's Pippa can talk to anyone. I have much to learn from her. I feel that since I was super diplomatic with the Heldron Council, that I kind of use that diplomacy aspect of uh, interaction. And I think I nailed it, <laughs> taking my cue from Pippa. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think you super have. You think you've been learning a lot from her. She's very mm-hmm. proud of you for that moment. Like, I, I think everybody would whole hands down agree with that. that yeah, was, yeah, uh, no, I, think, I absolutely. I think we agree. can call that resolved. Okay, so you have resolved one bond, and you also get a hero point. I think that maxes you out, so you do not get any more hero points for right now until. All right, I guess I'll use one this game. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, you haven't had a chance to add any bonds either. So we'll, we'll come back to that probably next week or, okay. uh, or maybe we'll just put it on the website. Come vi- go visit fantasticworldspod.com. We post all our character sheets at each time they gain a level kind of updated statistics and you will be able to find the bonds on there. And Kay, it is now your turn. Woot woot. How have you taken as a level three gunslinger, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. I didn't dual class or anything fancy. <laughs> <laughs> So nothing super, super exciting for her right now. I took dodge as my feat for uh, this level because there's a lot of things later on that it requires it as like a prerequisite for the things that I actually want. So it wasn't super exciting, but it's still going to be really helpful. There are three things that you get at a level three, and one of them is gunslinger initiative which if i have at least one grit point i get a plus two bonus on initiative checks which is cool it also means i get quick draw so if my hands are free i can just pull out my gun as part of the initiative check and then pistol whip which i'm honestly way more excited about it than i should be (laughs) means that i can just just smack people in the face with my gun and it'll actually hurt them Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of the jury rig situation dustin let me do previously so let me let me get in there real quick um just a reminder i don't think we talked about it too much on air but i thought it was pretty ridiculous you technically take a negative four because it's an improvised weapon and i thought considering this is something she has had with her for most of her life, I considered it pretty ridiculous that she would have to take a negative four on a weapon that she uses all the, all the time. So what we did is just did it a plus zero. So she did not get an advantage, but she did not take a negative to butt. Um, right. And now that she is a proper level, she can go, it goes back to her normal attack, I believe. Mm-hmm. It does. It's a D10 now. Wow, yes. that's a whole face full of rifle butt. Yeah, I can literally just like slap people on the face with it. It's going to be great. <laughs> and then I get utility shot, which nobody else but me thinks is super cool. But I think it's amazing. Um, I'm really excited to use stop bleeding at some point because you basically use the hot barrel of a gun and cauterize a wound. And there's just something really pleasing about it. Oh my that. God. And then I can scoot an unattended object. If there's like a key on a table, I can shoot it off the table into a cell or something if we're all stuck or i could blast the lock and just blow the door open i i think they're gonna be fun and does odessa have any bond she has resolved 
so I have two for Minette, and I'm sure she's going to be pleased with one of them. Minette would like me to be more honest about my struggles. If it will give me my liquor back, I might as well at least try. Oh, <laughs> nice. Incentivize um, that liquor, yep. <laughs> um, the other one is, Minette has surprised me with her occasional spontaneity. I should determine her motives, because I think... Adessa is still really caught up on the fact that Minette just like grabbed her by the face and kissed her her that one time. And now she's just so like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's a weird lady. <laughs> yeah, so she's just trying to like get a read on her, figure out what the hell's going on. Especially since it's literally never been addressed after the fact. So <laughs> yeah, she's Minette's been Minette's chill about it, you know. <laughs> yeah, so Adessa's just kind of like, I don't. I don't know. Manette's probably like, oh, I kissed you at some point? I don't remember that. Oh, I probably. forgot. I kiss a lot of people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Odessa doesn't forget. D- did Odessa resolve any bonds, though? I was actually thinking about that one. Kind of like him and Han on the one where Braxis did better in a social situation. I really didn't feel like that had much to do with Odessa. Not in like high class situations. It would be less weird in like a bar talking to people he's interested in dating or something like that. Because that's more Odessa's realm, whereas Pippa's more high class public speaking. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I lined that one out. Because you and her have the identical bond. But I went with the Pippa one because that was more appropriate. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And then with Pippa, I think that the one with uh, Pippa's heart is kind and true. I admire her drive to help others. Her being so generous with giving Lady Argentea back her signet ring. I think it really kind of made it this like concrete feeling where up until that point, Adessa's, yeah, Pippa's good, but I see her steal things from people all the time. And then seeing her give that back was this really solid moment where she thought, wow, yeah, no, she is actually doing something good. I am going to question her motives less because I saw this happen. I would count that as resolved. Mm-hmm. What do you I guys agree. think? I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right. Okay. Cool. K awesome. gets K gets a hero point. Woo-hoo. Hero also, point. Also, good job, Pippa. Just <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> um, and what is uh, Gunslinger's hit die? It is a D10. All right, let's have a little roll off. <laughs> that always amazes me. It was like, holy crap! I rolled a three. You've got a million hit points. I rolled a six. Okay, six it is. And now the person I'm most excited to roll with. However, I will let her talk about her character first. Abby, why don't you tell us about... (laughs) Making me cry all over the place, especially since I've got a smaller hit die now. So I cross-classed into Sorcerer. So I got a lot of neat stuff because it's a a level one. (laughs) So I've got a lot of fun things. I have all of my cantrips and spells written out on little flashcards now so that I know how many times a day I'm allowed to use them so I don't get confused. I think my favorite one is Ghost Sound where I can distract people by making it sound like other people are talking on the other side of the area. Uh, that's that going to be me fun. so happy. Yeah, I'm so... And then, like, sneak that... Those sneak attacks are just going to be... Glorious. Oh, nice. And I got magic missile and mage armor because I've got a feeling this hit die roll isn't going to go very well. <laughs> you, took two t- you took two new feats, right? Yeah, and I got uh, I got a new feat. Actually, I got, actually I got four new feats because um, oh. one of them you just get as a sorcerer as a bonus, then you get another feat on top of that. Uh, so that what like I don't have to use whatever material the spell says it oh, needs to be able to be performed yeah. as long as it was a cheap one. If it was more than one gold piece, I still need the material to cast the spell. Um, 
I got combat casting, which just means I'm harder to distract if I'm throwing magic missiles every which way. And uh, the other two are part of my sorcerer bloodline to be revealed at a later date. Ooh, fancy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, as an old school like D&D player, I was like when I first picked up Pathfinder, I loved what they did with, uh, well, both the wizards and the sorcerers as far as mm-hmm. their specialties. So awesome. Yeah, the bloodlines yeah. idea is such a cool, cool yeah. thing. It's, it does it's my little heart super good fun to see a sorcerer here. I just I did it for you. <laughs> I I I love playing a sorcerer in three point five, and when I saw, I didn't notice what they had changed until I started, you know, helping Abby with going down that sorcerer path, and I'm just like, holy mm-hmm. god, this is this is amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> okay, last but not least, let's get that hit die roll. What about my bonds? <laughs> Trying to avoid it to the yeah, very end. Yes, let's <laughs> yeah, let's talk about. Six, bitch! Oh, oh hell yes. Oh, uh, yes. And, I, and I rolled a one. Yes! <laughs> All right. So Six more points for me. Wow. Go, Abby. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm sure Pippa will be too. <laughs> no kidding. And then finally, your bonds. Okay, so I think I resolved one with Abraxas too. The bond that I that I think I resolved is that, that I wanted to learn as much about him and his homeland as possible. Uh, that I've always been fascinated by Irisen or that I've never met a druid. And I feel like uh, over the past few episodes, he's been telling me a lot about it. So that's the one that I feel could be resolved there. And I have a replacement bond for it. If that bond closure works for everybody. Works for me. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with it. So do I get a hero point? Of course you do. Yay! Hero point! My hero point. I have two. (laughs) Okay. Um, so my replacement bond for it is that Abraxas has told me much about his homeland and our weeks of travel together, and now we're heading there, something that fills me with both wonder and terror. I must remember that in this environment, Abraxas knows more than I do, and I have to let him lead and teach me now. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. Whoa. X-ray hero point for that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Can I just steal that one? I want to add that one. <laughs> yeah, man, that was really good. Thank you. I thought a lot about it. And I was like, yeah, that is definitely where she'd be. She'd be really like, be like, wow, he really learned from me. And now I have to do him the same courtesy and trust him to teach me how to survive in his world. Abby gets the teacher's pet point for this game since she actually did her bond. (laughs) I'm getting like a little verklempt over here. (laughs) (laughs) So I also made two bonds for Manette. My bonds with Manette are Manette is like a character out of one of my mother's stories. She's strong, noble, open, brave. And having her come with us makes me feel more like we will come out of this adventure alive. But she gives away money like it doesn't matter, and it will bankrupt us very quickly if I don't keep an eye on it. <laughs> that took a turn. Wow. <laughs> she sure do. She sure do. Good, good on you. That's good balance. That's good balance. <laughs> and then my second bond from Annette Oh, that is, is one uh, balance. Yeah, that was one bond. <laughs> it's complex. It's very complicated. Many layered. It's like an onion. (laughs) Maybe that would be like its whole own bond. But like the way Minette just like drops a fistful of gold on the counter every time she buys a beer is very concerning to Pippa. (laughs) That's whoo. I I just see a scene where you're at the bar and Minette's like, I'm going to go get beers. And Pippa's like, nope, no, I got it. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) That is exactly what's going to be happening every time we find a town. (laughs) 
Yeah. She would easily trust you. She'd be like, oh, no, yes, no, of course. In that case, Pippa would have a Manette fund. Like, <laughs> she would just be like, let me hang on to this for you. I have an allowance. That's <laughs> Don't worry. I'm a generous tipper. Like, <laughs> okay. So the second bond is Manette charged ahead of the party towards the sound of screams when we last had an encounter, which is a noble reaction, but a highly impractical one. And I fear that one day she will either walk into a trap with no one able to reach her in time or that she will give away our position at the wrong moment. Totally. That's the first thing I did when I came on the podcast is I uh, walked yes. into a trap. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So like, Kim's oh, concern is really valid here, I feel. I'm just kind of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did Minette say when she hit that trap and got damaged? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now for the, the bad news for you and fun news for me. None of these changes go into effect until you get a full night's rest awesome lucky for you though the sky is starting to get darker um so that means that you're getting closer and closer to nighttime you came upon a small hut that hut is kind of interesting it's on four stumps the gnarled roots almost make like chicken feet the hut is constructed of heavy logs with a patchwork roof and shaved bark shingles inside the hut open doorway a small figure sat on a carved wood chair, staring across the clearing at the trail on the other side. At least, that is what you guys thought when you saw it. Whether it was you looked away or you blinked, or, you know, the commotion with Pippa exploding and Abraxas being greatly afraid, when you look back, the small figure was not there anymore. Crap. What would you guys like to do? I've got a bad feeling about this. I just don't really like this chicken leg hut thing that's going on, and... No, now it doesn't seem good. No, I don't like it. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to approach. Yeah. Yeah. I think last game you guys suggested throwing all your alchemist fire. Oh, yes, I (laughs) agree. Yeah, that's right. Burn it down. No good could come from that. Well, shouldn't we investigate first? I mean, what if the portal's in there and throwing the fire wouldn't necessarily close that down? Oh, I guess you're right. Sorry, I, I, I panicked. It shouldn't necessarily work this way. I did detect evil on that creature or whatever that was in there. So I'm saying, fuck, burn that fucking shit down. So we're saying we definitely saw it then. That wasn't just me? No, yeah, we saw something and it was evil. That's awesome. Do I smell anything? Is there anything within 30 feet of me? You do not smell anything. You smell some freshly cut wood is what you smell. Smell evil. Okay, Pippa would like to sneaky sneak up to the doorway, peep around the corner. Roll me a stealth check. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was 15. Yeah, you sneak up there. So, okay, so she's like tiptoeing across the, up the hill. You get up there and you look around and you see a chair, but you see nothing else in there. So that's just me kind of peeking around the doorway. Yeah. To sure it, are there like stupid little <laughs> tiny footprints in the snow anywhere? No footprints in the snow. <laughs> it's not sure in there. It, it has walk. to be somewhere. Are there chicken feet snow prints anywhere? <laughs> there are no chicken feet snow prints. Paranoid about the chicken feet thing. Same. Yeah. Right. Right. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a good fear to have. I feel like that's reasonable. (laughs) The hut itself does not detect evil. If that Mm. helps anything. All right. So. I feel a little better about that. (laughs) Is Pippa up next to the cabin then? Yep. And she just kind of looks back at you guys. Shrugs. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking she's just gonna walk up because Pippa already like did the thing. So, Adessa's gonna make it to the doorway, kind of where Pippa is. So we got to kind of like, it's a a little elevation. We've got the cabin surrounded by a few trees. And then to the east is the ice area where the haunt was. Correct? 
Correct. He's still looking nervous, but he's going to move up. He is taking out his scimitar and his wand of fairy fire in the other hand, getting ready for hidden foes. Nothing shows up. Odessa definitely has her rifle out, but she's just holding it, not have it necessarily pointed at anything. Yeah, I have my scimitar and shield out. You guys are all pretty convinced looking around that whatever was here is not here anymore. We might as well go inside. There might be something in there that we can use. Oh, heavens. You can stay out here. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll stay at the doorway. Yeah, Braxis, you guys know he's gone pale, like... Because the the legs aren't chicken legs, but they just kind of look reminiscent of it, right? Yep. Mentally, he's trying to go, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. (laughs) They're not real chicken legs. It's not one of those huts. I'll stay with him and and put my hand on his shoulder, comfortingly. Inside, it's kind of shack-like. It's just almost a 10 by 10 foot square. Um, It does a great job at blocking the cold air that's flowing through this area. You know, might be a habitable place to, to camp for the night. But other than that... It's just, just, it's just a room. <laughs> Think of Praxis is coming in here for love nor money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe I'll do it for a Scooby snack. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Damn, I'm fresh out of those. <laughs> I'm gonna have a villain at some point. I would've got away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids and your dog, too. <laughs> oh god. Are Scooby Snacks just dead fairies for you? Oh, they are now. (laughs) They are now. That's totally canon now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Is there any furniture in there or anything like that? There's one chair sitting in the middle directed facing towards where you guys came in. So it's nothing to really pick up, turn over. Just grandma's rocking chair. It's just grandma's rocking chair. (laughs) (laughs) So Pippa's going to kind of do that thing, pokes her head and goes, seems okay. I mean, we could sleep in here. It's actually pretty warm. Yeah, if you guys come out for a second, Braxton's going to usher everybody out really quick, just for a moment. And then when everybody's out, he'll use the Wand of Fairy Fire, since it's a five-foot burst. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Creatures outlined by Fairy Fire take a negative 20 penalty on stealth checks. Nothing shows up. All right. I I think it's clear. I guess I'll go in. So are you guys all cool sleeping in here so that we could be level three? (laughs) (laughs) yeah bro well once you put it that way I would say that you guys set up for the night and I think you guys realize you probably could cut a hole in the ground and kind of start a little fire inside there and be okay (laughs) use the chair as kindling yeah yeah chop it to pieces Mm -hmm. oh hey wait can we put a bear trap in the door Ooh, Ooh, good idea excellent idea you can totally totally put a bear trap at the door Yeah, yeah absolutely nice uh Pippa's got those in her in her bag. You gather around the campfire, and as the night starts, the wind starts to pick up. What do you guys all talk about? You got some time to kill. So Braxis keeps like peeking out or like sniffing under the door from time to time. So you notice he won't sit stiff for too long, and he'll be like, <laughs> and then comes back to the conversation. Being careful, the bear trap. I'm hoping. Well, I'm not gonna poke there. So I guess in Arison, some of the borders are protected by these kind of huts. Uh, I've never seen one, but they're huts. They've got the chicken legs, and they patrol the whole border of Irisin, or so they say. Yes, I've heard of this. So that's creepy. Am I the only one that's, like, never heard these crazy Baba Yaga nightmare tales? They talk about it a little bit. You know, Varisian caravans like to swap stories. We've spoken with travelers and other Varisian caravans, and gotten such stories out of them 
they're interesting, you know, children's tales for campfires. That was scared the crap out of me. Right. My, my mother used to tell me a few. And then uh, Abraxas told me the rest when you were almost drowned. I guess we're supposed to have residents, uh, like these little guardian dolls are supposed to reside in each of these huts. So I'm hoping that was just a figment that we saw. Since I am apparently really behind the times here, is there anything we should know about Baba Yaga? Since apparently this mythology is actually going to be important since you seem to know every weird thing we encounter? Well, I don't know how much is true. Uh, just just kind of the legends uh, passed down, you know, through the generations. But definitely she's the the witch queen of Erison. Uh, uh, she conquered the lands thousands of years ago and uh, places her daughters uh, at the head of their kingdom. Uh, nobody's seen her, I think, in... Oh, millennia, but I don't know. They say she's all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful. Growing up, I think my mom was just so terrible that I didn't need, like, another scary lady in my life. And then she just, like, coughs and, like, starts digging around in her bag and pulls out the alcohol and then is just staring at it. I wonder if that worked. (laughs) (laughs) Was that enough? (laughs) Was I good enough? Oh, my gosh. I shared my feelings, (laughs) Caden. Just one drink. Just one. I think the legends go that she uh, returns to her homeland every... I don't know, a thousand years, hundred years, ten years. I, she comes back at some sort of regular interval. Hmm. Now, whether it is to eat, like, little pups, I, I don't know. But uh, I just know <laughs> she, like, leaves and then comes back. But her daughters are rumored to be just as as cruel and terrible as the Witch Queen. Braxis, what do you think we're going to be facing? Like, we, we know we're heading for some kind of portal that's, like, letting winter leak into southern Taldor of all places. I don't have the faintest idea what that's even going to look like. Do you? Uh, I was just suspecting a portal or a rip, a rift or a rip. I know winter never leaves Erison. I mean, the north is always cold, but uh, winter seems to be contained in that country, so I don't know if we're looking at some sort of gate, uh, just a rip in the air, but definitely we're looking at um, some sort of powerful witchcraft nothing nothing nature based in uh nature magics uh this is definitely uh bad for this climate you know for the uh the ecosystem but uh your guess is good as mine i don't know it could be a small rip or a small portal it could be large i'm hoping it's small and the means to close it hopefully nearby maybe maybe it's a witch keeping it open and we just have to vanquish her. Oh, that'll be easy. I'm hoping. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that might be a challenge on its own. That sounds simple. I'm hoping it's not yeah, a large no, structure. No problem. That's like a what, like a week job? Like we can get done, they can get that done in a week. Look at what <laughs> we've got done in a week already. <laughs> and then I think the night comes and you guys fall into your watches. Manette wakes you up a breakfast for the last watch and she goes to bed. And you kind of walk out. And time flows, you know, it's probably about two or th- two or three hours before daybreak. Does Abraxas have dark vision? I forget. I have low light vision. 
Okay, so you, you can see a good probably 30, 30, 40 feet beyond because of the light that's emanating from the campfire. Why don't you roll me a perception check? Rainbow dice. Here we go. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a full-on 10. Plus, don't forget smell of there's something within 30 feet. <laughs> I, I remember the smell. You know, I, I imagine it's kind of like that in your mind. It's like, uh, remember Robin Hood, the, car- the Disney cartoon? It's four o'clock and all is and well. well. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing going on. A little while longer passes, and uh, why don't you roll me a will save? Will's pretty good. Oh, nice. That is a 15 plus five for a total of 20. Nothing happens. You're feeling good. I don't feel anything strange. Nope. Nope. A little while longer passes. Uh, Pippa, why don't you roll me a will save? 24. Okay, you're doing fine too. So Abraxas, you're sitting there and you see the sun just start to peak over over the mountain range. It's it's probably golden hour. The, everything's still pretty dark, but not nearly as dark as it was. The fire behind you just goes out. You look over and you see the fire. It hasn't actually gone out, it's frozen. And the ground below you all just starts spreading out freezing cold. First, it feels like sitting on a cold ground for a while, but then it just starts to actually hurt. And I need you all to roll me a fortitude save. Okay, what did everybody get for their rolls? I got a natural one. Four overall. Okay. 17. 18. 22. Okay, everybody but Avi passes. However, you all are still going to take half damage and you've taken a total of... Nine points of damage. So oh. those of you who oh. Abby takes a full nine points, everyone else takes half of that. So a- Abby actually, with her cold resistance, almost took as much as you guys did. As that happens, a small doll approaches you, levitating five feet in the air. The doll has a face of an old crone with flaxen hair. This doll is creepy. When you look upon the doll's face, you see mismatched eyes. One, a blue gemstone the other a small round mirror the size of a coin reflecting your face. I feel like this doll is trying to copy me. Why doesn't somebody roll me a perception? Like all of us? Sure. Uh, 17. 22. 18. You guys notice this doll has striking similarities to the, the ghost girl that you guys had ran into earlier. Oh my god. Little... Roll for initiative. I'm not using that die anymore. Abraxas, what did you roll? 16. Have I said that? I think. Yes. Pippa? 19. Good roll there, Pippa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Manette? 17. And Odessa? 23. Woo! Very nice. Nice. I'm pleased with level 3 so far. (laughs) He's doing good things. Before any of you start, are you all wearing your armor? Do you guys notice Abraxas always sleeps in his armor? He's Uh, quite comfortable doing so. That's weird. But to be fair, Odessa is definitely sleeping in the Cloak of the Eddy because she's cold and it's warm. A fine lady never sleeps in her armor, Dustin. Okay, make sure you mark that down. What about Manette? Yeah, no, that shit's uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so let the battle begin. Odessa, you are up. Thus far, all I am understanding is she's flying or hovering or... She is at the entrance door and she is levitating five feet above the ground. I can show you guys a picture of her. Oh my gosh. Oh god, that is she horrifying. does look like a crone. So it's like an old school, like, blue and white oh. outfit. It looks like maybe something wow. you'd find in the 1920s, maybe? No, I'm not a yeah, fashion person. Good. Yeah, no, this isn't, I don't think this is anything you'd find anywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, old school, it looks like country clothes with a little, 
a little bonnet, little braids. She's so wrinkly. And is it like carved of wood? I think it's a porcelain doll. Oh gosh, that's a lot of wrinkles for porcelain. Holy Yeah, Toledo. gosh, that would have been so hard to make. And yeah, like that's... little flowers in her hair. Like, are you kidding me? That's mm-hmm. nuts. I know, it'd look cute. If you put your thumb over the face, you would think it's like some little Dutch girl. Oh my gosh, yep, totally. We're all wow. putting our thumb over <laughs> the face. <laughs> so that's not uh, a glass eye, that's like a mirror eye? One is a mirror eye and one is a gemstone, a blue gemstone. Oh Lord, listeners, this thing is flipping creepy. Also, did I tell you, shark fear is definitely number one, but I have like a marionette type of like, gives me the Wiggins. Yeah, this this doll definitely would give you the Wiggins. Uh, but Odessa, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Kill it, Odessa, kill it. Odessa is going, is, so we're all awake now. Yeah. Well, yeah, This the, the cold frost definitely woke you up, so... So she's going to reach for her gun, load a paper cartridge in there, and take aim at this really creepy, tiny munchkin. 16. That is a hit. Roll for damage. And she's aiming for the glass eye because it's just just freaking her out. She doesn't want to deal with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Seven points of damage. Okay. Bang, bang. The bullets fly into her, and it does look like it's harmed her a little bit, but not nearly as much as it should. Damage reduction is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Thora flies around, and you hear in the background the little, like a little girl laughing, like hee hee hee. And uh, (laughs) I need you to make that sound again. (laughs) (laughs) Hee. Abraxas, I need you to roll me a will save again. Lord Almighty! Oh, this is not too bad. Uh, 19. Okay, nothing happens. Oh, she's... Okay, I was getting nervous. She flies back 10 feet. Pippa, it's your turn. Okay, so yeah, so Pippa's not wearing armor, but uh, she she discovered something new within herself yesterday uh, when she shattered that horrible mirror. And so she can now cast mage armor on herself, which she is going to do, like, right now. <laughs> and what does mage armor do? So mage armor gives me a plus four to my AC. Okay, and what does it look like when you cast that on yourself? You see this glowing, iridescent light about a centimeter from Pippa's skin kind of snap over her. (laughs) She's sparkly now. Yeah, she's very shiny. It's very iridescent. It's like the pretty part of an oil slick. And I think as her move action, um, is there, there's no cover in this room at all, is there? Nope, not really. Okay, because we smashed the chair to King Blake and lit it on fire. Uh, Okay, so I think for her move action, she's going to take her crossbow out of her bag and load a, load a bolt. Okay. Now her turn's done. Ah, thank you. Manette, you're up. Manette is gonna get up and run at the doll with her scimitar. No, <laughs> there's uh, a bear trap. Manette, roll me a uh, She's reflex doing it. <laughs> I didn't think of it, so. Oh, actually, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> oh, sweet. Sweet. So Manette, you tap and you remember as you tap that spot, there's a bear trap there and you quickly pull your leg out, keep rolling past it and you go up to Thora. Nice. I'm going to swing at her two-handed because I'm not holding my shield. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) 14. A 14 misses. (laughs) And Abraxas, you are now up. Feeling imbued with his connection to nature, Abraxas is gonna do a light step through the snow, past Manette and the creepy doll. 
move his hands around in front of him, cast a dark shape starts appearing where his hands is in the circular motion, and a big ball of tar appears, and he's gonna throw it at Thora, and it's gonna ignite as he throws it. So I'm gonna throw this ball of tar. Is this Ooh. mud ball? It's a, it's a tar ball. Oh. So that is 17. Uh, that hits? Yes, okay. So it says, oh, that's a four. Uh, you create a sticky ball of burning tar that you could hurl at your enemies. So that's six points of fire damage. Ooh. It splashes them with hot, sticky tar. And there uh, it deals one day four points of fire damage each round on their turn for two rounds. Wow. Um, also, the target gets a negative two on decks for that duration. Dustin, how do you like them apples? Burn. You really, really hurt her. She is looking in pain. There's a small tear coming down her eye. Oh, no. Uh, Odessa, it's your turn. Now that she's kind of got her wits about her a little bit more, is going to walk to the front entrance of the shed. So she's going to put her hood up, point her gun at Thora, and command or attempt to that she stop immediately. So she's going to try to intimidate her into okay. being cooperative. <laughs> 28. Oh, Lordy. You look over and you see the doll look at you and it seems a little fearful. Uh, and it is now shaken, not stirred. Shaken in her wow. little porcelain booties. And I have applied the shaking condition to her. Is that all that Odessa wants to do with her turn? As a reaction, can she ask her what she wants? She could try. Good idea. Yeah. Um, okay. So what would that diplomacy? Okay. That is a 17. In her shaken state, looks over to you. And like I said, there's a tear going down her eye. Free me, please. I want to go home. It is now her turn. She looks at Apraxis and she goes to fire this cold ray towards him. No. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. What? I would like to Wait, thank what? Amy Hankinson for writing our wonderful theme song. You're an asshole. Sirenscape for using. I'm so upset right now. Sirenscape for the use of the sound and FX for he music. He is way too pleased with himself right now. The look on for his the face. wonderful Reign of Winter this, like, Adventure shit. Path. And brain. all of you listeners, until next week, I am I Dustin you Alexander. So you can reach me on Twitter at Dustin Alexander. Fuck you, Dustin. I wish our listeners could he- see how red I I'm am. I'm Abby. You can yes. reach me on Twitter at fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, That's my new website that I'm starting as soon as we're off the air. <laughs> You read my mind. I, w- I was going to say Espinosa 916, but I was like, can I change that to Dustin effing sucks so bad? One day, change our oh. Just at fuck game dad. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess for today it's still Espinosa 916, but uh, yeah. Oh my Lord. That threw me off. So my handle is actually at she's Lady Macbeth. And I'm just thinking like, she's got bloody hands. She'll just fucking fuck you up, Dustin. <laughs> what about you there, Jess? Uh, Jeff, it, Jess is so red. <laughs> I literally, Jess I'm is literally like on fire. Yeah, like full on red, red, like tomato red, seething. She's so mad. I'm warm with fury. Um, <laughs> that's my new Twitter handle at warm with fury. No, it's a uh, at Hank the Clank. 
please remember to leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, and to tell your friends about us. It makes a huge difference, and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Still fuck you, though, Dustin. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Just the literal worst. Yeah, God. Our fans are the best. Dustin's the worst. That's, That's it. I just saw something moving the map. What happened? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the the map on the uh, uh, the Roll Twenty web application here, and I just saw something pop up. What's up with that? That's just a campfire. Oh. I thought it was. I'm I thought it was like Dustin was just gonna be like, be like, speak of the devil, boom! Like, like, you have a fire monster <laughs> now. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> You thought that bear trap would keep it out. <laughs> Jokes on you. Keeps you in. Oh lord. <laughs> You're trapped in here with me. I that I won't be I won't lie. That did think for me. I was like I could trap them inside now. <laughs> Messed oh, up. <laughs> That's ominous, Dustin. Yeah, that was really <laughs> yeah. creepy. Dude. The whole so, screen went black and then he pulled up Literally just the hut we're in, so we can't see anything else, which That's is night- great. Creepy. It's night because we're gonna get murdered, and it's then nighttime. that was the end of the podcast. Wow, I was like, what happened? Yeah, I just see the darkness. Just when I got sorcerer spells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my new character sheet. It's uh, no. <laughs> is it like Tom and Jerry and- style? Dun 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 dun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you like?